0: Charles Darwin once noted that it was not the strong that survived, but those who are most adaptive to change. And the irony exists, everyone wants progress, but no one seems to want to change behavior. Welcome to the ClinLab Sales Podcast, bringing fresh insight for focusing your sales strategy. Our host is Peter Francis, President of Clinical Laboratory Sales Training. If you want your sales reps to progress, then they have to be willing to change. But we all know that's not easy. In this episode, Peter examines four truths behind making lifelong improvements in sales performance. Charles Darwin once noted that it was not the strong that survived, but those who are most adaptive to change. And the irony exists. Everyone wants progress, but no one seems to want to change behavior. Change remains hard for both individuals and organizations, and this paper examines the truths behind making lifelong improvements in sales performance for field personnel. Human nature endures in a rather peculiar fashion. The public knows that to get into shape and lead a healthy life... You need to eat the right foods in the correct proportions and exercise vigorously every day. However, so few people abide by it. Why wouldn't we all want to follow this simple precept? Well, herein lays the answer. People do not express the will to put in the requisite work. It takes practice, time, and personal will to do the right thing day after day. Trying to improve sales performance usually will fail if it relies on the simple transfer of knowledge. Sitting in a classroom for a couple of days or more may feel educational, but it takes far more to create permanent behavior changes. Let's look at four fundamental truisms about change. 1. People do not change easily. Simply talk to an exercise coach, a prison reformer, a psychotherapist, or a nutritionist about behavior modification. People will tell you that human nature makes acquiring new habits a difficult challenge. There rests two basic reasons the general population does not embrace change easily. The first is the law of first knowledge. This dictates and prevents most people from adapting new ideas or concepts. First, knowledge equates to the most powerful combatant of change. People assume that what they initially learned equals the best. It equals truth and equals the right way to do something. To change requires hard, diligent work, and most of us survive in a fundamentally lazy state. Secondly, the majority of individuals do not want to sweat for excellence. Most people rest comfortably with the status quo and being average, Successful people continually seek improvement and spend their time sweating. They don't mind leaving their comfort zone and modifying their routine. It doesn't happen that we try things and they don't work. It happens that we don't try them because they're hard. Following the first point about people not changing easily, the second point is that adults learn in context. People must contextualize a new subject within their own framework in order to internalize it. For those learning sales in the lab industry, this reasoning describes why sales training by a generic sales trainer tends to make learning more challenging and less effective. The audience forces itself to draw their own conclusions and translate into their respective business and work hard at contextualizing the taught concepts. If a trainer understands lab acronyms, billing, test names, methods, compliance, and creates real-life experiences within the sales methods, the attendees can follow and appreciate the training far more efficiently, and thus become more productive. It remains important, and this is critically important, That salespeople seeking improvement create a clear vision between taught skills and the relevancy of those skills to their day-to-day job. Sales reps should provide feedback in a classroom setting and work out potential or historical examples of introductions, excuses they've encountered, questioning techniques, presentations they've done, closing, and so forth. You need hands-on experience in order to see why it matters that you learn the new behaviors taught in class. The classroom resides as a safe environment. Putting learned concepts into context prevails best in the classroom as opposed to fumbling in front of clients. Point number three, to progress means practicing and receiving feedback. One cannot find a substitute for practice repetition, and reinforcement. Ed McCauley, the famed NBA Hall of Famer, once said, When you do not practice, someone, somewhere, practices. And when you meet him, he will win. This clearly transcribes into practice equals the root of gain. For example, athletes like Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky and Willie Mays didn't reach their pinnacle status by loafing around, simply depending on their natural talent. Regardless of the biology, nobody can improve in his or her chosen field without practice. Okay, so we know that practice is important. However, practice doesn't transpose into excellence unless you receive feedback. If you hit golf balls for several hours, there's a strong likelihood that you could perform something a little better with your swing, despite the time you put into whacking the ball. Perhaps your backswing, your follow-through, grip, or stance needs adjustment. Everyone, including the top golfers of the world, requires coaching. We simply cannot see ourselves in action. Having an experienced manager embodies an excellent solution. If the situation calls for no internal resource, hiring an outside expert can provide invaluable feedback and potential improvement. Unfortunately, those independent labs and hospital outreach programs, devoid of experienced sales managerial oversight, continue with the status quo, and upper management hopes and wishes and expects their field staff to improve on their own. The word hope does little to gain market superiority, And it is certainly not a strategy. The bottom line, salespeople need to practice things such as what background questions to ask, what are good problem questions, how to ask implication and solution questions, how to recognize an excuse, an objection, or a condition, and how to categorize benefits into political, financial, strategic, and operational buckets. Practicing on your own and then trying it with a coach provides the fundamental component to gain progress. It takes more than one time. It calls for repetition with feedback. The fourth and final aspect about change is that it doesn't occur immediately. You need some form of metrics to see how far you've come within a certain timeline. Progress equates to incremental steps, People who attend weight loss clinic programs know this component of change very well. They have a built-in system of rewards and consequences. If you lose weight, everyone claps and cheers. If you gain weight, everyone knows you cheated and you become embarrassed. This explains why these centers endure so successfully. Because peer pressure provides the feedback and the motivation to modify behavior. The subject of sales acts similarly albeit coming from a different angle. As the manager posts the sales numbers each month, people see if you gain, stay the same, or lose according to the sales budget. Employees and managers congratulate you if you gain, but may remain taciturn or even admonish if you maintain or lose sales vis-a-vis your budget. Measurement prevails as king. You you should keep track of things like, how many sales calls did you make this week? How much business was closed? How many problem questions did you ask your prospects today? How many implication questions did you ask? How many solution questions did you ask? And how many objections did you receive this week? The point remains, tabulating your improvement over time sits atop the mountain if you want to see evidence of successful behavior. In summary, improving performance on a permanent basis demands more than the simple transfer of knowledge. It depends upon willpower to conquer the natural tendencies of psychological biases. It involves dedication and perseverance. It commands practice, feedback, and measurement. If you persist, you will enter the gates of effectiveness and eventually see positive results. You've been listening to the ClinLab Sales Podcast. If you want to get all the episodes, you can subscribe using iTunes or any podcast application you like. If you found this valuable, please leave a review at iTunes. That helps a lot. For more information or to contact Peter Francis for sales training, visit clinlabsales.com. Thanks for listening.